0: Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe
1: you are fallible and what you do matters.
0: This is episode 119. I am Justin.
1: And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm great. How are you today?
0: (laughs) I'm very good. I'm very good. Thanks to everyone out there listening. I hope you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful life. Yes. Glad that you're on this journey with us. Okay, today's topic we're talking about.
1: The top six tips for back to school in 2020.
0: Right. So, um, it is that time of year.
1: It is that time of year.
0: It's almost like, not quite a restart, but it's kind of a new schedule.
1: I do. I think that... Back to school time is like the second new year of the year because you have all these fresh opportunities. It's just like a new start. Mm -hmm. So for our family, we end up spending quite a lot of money on curriculum because we've got six kids and they all have all of their various subjects and that kind of thing. So... We have some grandmas in the family who like to buy school supplies. Yes. And I'm very grateful to that because by the time we buy all of the books, there's not a whole lot left for supplies.
0: What's your memory from childhood going back to school?
1: Going and picking up school supplies.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I would think of too. Yeah. that We always raised tobacco farming. So in August, that's when you like harvest the tobacco usually. Mm -hmm. So we'd have to ride a different bus. To my grandparents' house. I just remember that. Kind of, one of those childhood things. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yes. You totally just hijacked my story. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Refocusing back on the gratitude for the grandmas who like to shop for school supplies for all the grandkids. So when we got this box of school supplies, Nana said And I made sure to put in a brand new box of crayons for each of the kids because you can't have a new school year without a new box of crayons. And I was laughing because I remember that feeling in elementary school. But our oldest is a freshman in high school this year, and I'm feeling like he doesn't (laughs) need a box of crayons. Yeah, probably not. So I didn't make a big deal about it. He needed some new highlighters, so I put those in his supply box Right. Instead of the crayons. Right, right, right. Um, but I think that there's just something exciting about the new school year. The problem is that for a lot of kids, that There's also a lot of anxiety about a new school year. 2020. I'm not talking about 2020. I'm talking about any year, right? Because of all the new things. There's a new teacher. Sometimes there's a new school, (laughs) a new bus route. You know me. I I do not
0: like surprises, and right, (laughs) the new year brings new surprises for people. Right. Right. Right, right,
1: absolutely. So that normally, for some people, that causes anxiety. And then this year, we add in 2020, and there are so many unknowns with the COVID situation. For sure. That it's almost been like a day-to-day update on this is what the schools are doing. No, wait, this is what the schools are doing. This is what the governor suggests. This is what what the governor suggests, but this is what our county has voted on. Right. But wait, this is what the teachers union has just decided. Exactly,
0: yeah, it's such a weird thing. And
1: so there are all of these additional stresses and anxieties. I went and had my hair done and the hairdresser was talking about her daughter who should be starting kindergarten who was almost in tears with fear of going back to school and catching COVID. Mm. So for these kids, you know, just being empathetic, that we already know that this can be a hard time, and then this year there's added anxiety right. and stress. Yeah,
0: legitimate, difficult.
1: And for the parents, there's a lot of stress that I've been hearing because it's, well, what am I going to do about my work situation if the schools decide that everyone's going to learn from home? Right. And then I've heard some parents discussing, I'm really concerned about my child's education, because it pretty much just cut off last March.
0: Mm, right? And
1: they've enjoyed the summer, but it's really time for them to get back.
0: We talked about a double summer.
1: It's already been a double summer. So their concern is if things don't normalize very quickly, that their child will actually, you know, be learning, be losing the stuff that they had learned instead of moving forward.
0: Right. So with all that chaos going on, we're going to go over six things that will guarantee you to have a great school year. It'll at least be a lot better.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to guarantee great, well, but I'm going to say it's going to move you in the right direction.
0: If, if you focus on these things and you adjust these things as you need to, regardless of what's happening out there, these are things you can control. And I guarantee if you if you focus on these six things, you will have a better, better experience. Outcome. Yeah, I guarantee.
1: Yeah. For sure. So the first one is something that we talk about a lot because it's critical for kids and adults to have success, and that is routines, right? particularly your morning routine and your bedtime routine. Right. And so, you know, it's always... When I was teaching, I could always tell which students had kind of transitioned back to a sleep schedule for school the week before, as opposed to the day of. Because some of them, you know, get used to staying up later, waking up later. And so, you know, it's like, suddenly the alarm's going off early in the morning and they are, you know, struggling that early in the morning.
0: And not just the kid's routine, but also especially the parent's routine. Because if you're not on your game it's going to spill over your leadership right. quality, your leadership qualities and skills are going to diminish because you've not taken care of yourself and you're you've not thought ahead through It's like there's so many things with the school. You know what the school morning is going to look like. It's going to be chaos. You know that. Right. Well, plan for it. Don't be like, oh, I can't, you know. Right. And then we end up just yelling at our kids or whatever because they didn't do this or whatever. But it's like, you know, you know what's coming.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Like, I know that I can increase the odds of success if I get out of the bed before the kids do.
0: Oh, for sure. If
1: it's one of these things where they have beat me up and I don't have that little bit of quiet in the morning and that, you know, like at least a half a step ahead of them. We're going to be struggling.
0: Yeah. But for you, that means don't start that next project at night.
1: Right. Like you right. Just have to
0: go like, okay, I feel energized and I could really take on this last project at night, but it's going to push me like an hour or two past my bedtime.
1: Right. Yes. So that's or what three you, or so four. for you,
0: that's what right. you have to focus on.
1: Right. So, kind of tied into that, this is a great opportunity. And this is what really reminds me of New Year, like January 1st, is that this is an excellent opportunity to improve your healthy lifestyle choices. Right. So, it's a good time, you know. When we did our staycation week, we had a lot more sugar than usual and that kind of thing because there was lots of treats. But this is a good time to get back into that swing of healthy meals, you know, more vegetables, more fruit, less sugar, that kind of thing.
0: And that's like very simple things like crockpots, like things right. that you as a parent can do. How What's going to make my life easier? Oh, a crockpot full of whatever. Turn it right. on in the morning. Make sure you turn it on. Make sure you plug it in. As we both have yeah, learned. <laughs> I've
1: had that happen for sure.
0: But it's that kind of simple planning, you know? Right. It's like, cause guess what? You're probably going to want to eat dinner at night. Yes. And we both look at each other at like four o'clock going, what are we going to eat? I don't know. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. And so, and it can be simple things too, like having a bag of baby carrots instead of a bag of gummies in their lunch boxes right. or yes. that kind of thing. Yeah. So just really simple choices. Um, then we kind of already touched base on having more sleep because the reality is our kids need a lot of sleep you can google your kids age and how much sleep they should have it will probably shock you what the recommendations are because it's not just the seven eight hours that most adults function on right 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 Um, it's a good time to work in some more exercise and that could be you know like taking a family walk after supper it could be, you know, they do some stretches in the morning before they go to school. Anything like that. Yeah,
0: and sitting is like the worst thing. I think, I think, a <laughs> hundred years from now, people are going to be like, "Look how stupid they were because they just sat all the time. They had their kids sit. They the work the adults sat, sat while they work. It you know, it's just it's atrocious for what it does to your body. Right. So. More exercise, definitely good.
1: Right. Good time to be working in more water into the day, you know, cutting out those sodas that maybe started to happen, and possibly less TV and computer screen time, although it'll be interesting this year with so many things going virtual, but at least you can cut back on just the screens that are just for entertainment purposes. Okay, so we've got, you know, really improving your morning routine, healthy lifestyle choices, then the next one is kind of tied into our story, but it's giving your child some ownership by allowing them to help pick out some of their back-to-school items. Right. So maybe that's clothing. Maybe they get—that was one thing when I was growing up. I always went back-to-school shopping it was like I knew every fall there was gonna be new clothes you know woohoo big time but you know maybe that's backpack maybe that's their folders whatever it is but giving them some ownership and buy
0: in and responsibility and responsibility how many times you see kids if if you're working at a school kids just dragging their backpacks around just like beating their stuff to death right it's like with our kids they have like for us that looks like homeschooled they have a box what do we call that Just their school box. Yeah, their school box. It has their stuff in it. And they're responsible. Like, I will chew them out. Right. (laughs) Right? You know what I mean? Because it's like, why is your math book sitting here at lunchtime getting spilled juice on it? You know? Right. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. But they've learned. Like, the four-year-old knows how to take his box off the shelf, open it up, get his stuff out, Then when it's time to clean up, he puts all his stuff where it's supposed to go. He clicks it back together with the top on it and go puts it back on the shelf. Right. That's beautiful. Yes,
1: that is a beautiful (laughs) thing. Because he has
0: ownership over his gear, over his stuff.
1: Right. And that kind of ties into the next point is creating a learning space at home so for us you know that's a homeschool area it's a place where their school supplies belong and that kind of thing mm-hmm. but let's say your child's gone all day they still need a place that's designated that they do their homework yeah where do they put their backpack where do they put that folder because you're going to have to sign 500 papers as a parent every, at the beginning of the school year you know yeah. so finding those locations otherwise everything becomes a hot mess again in the morning right. when you're like, mom, I need my paper signed. Yeah, well, where's yeah, your folder? Yeah, you yeah. know,
0: all that kind of stuff. You know, what's, what's funny, we know this. We've been teaching. We've taught at all kinds of different places. But at our homeschool, and I would tell this to anybody who is homeschooling, create a space for your kid to learn in the quiet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, and I actually some... wanted to touch base on that. Okay. So I just heard this other podcast... And this learning specialist, she talks about the eight, Dr. Kathy, I'm drawing a blank on her last name, but she has the eight smarts for kids. Right. But she says there's actually some kids that will do better sitting at the kitchen table in the midst of the chaos doing their work because they're wired to think best around people. So I'm just going to throw out there.
0: (laughs) It's not none of our kids. I'll put it that way. (laughs)
1: I'm going to throw out there. When our
0: kids work at the kitchen table, they get so distracted. They're so focused. They're not paying attention to anything else.
1: I would say, though, if you see that your child does well there, you don't have to have the box in your mind, no, all studying has to happen in a quiet place. Right. If you see that it's working for your child, you can flow with it.
0: But I I would say this. It does work for our kids when they're all sitting at the table working. Right. But when one kid is done... That person needs to, like, leave the study space area, you know, because otherwise they're going to be a distraction. So, you know, trial and error. Right.
1: And we have some of our kids who would rather be at the table with other people working. And some of our kids will go to their room because (laughs) they don't want to be around anyone else when they're trying to
0: concentrate. Right, right. It depends on the subject, too.
1: So just, you know, acknowledging it's not a one one stop answer, you know, mm-hmm. one size fits all kind of thing. Um, but thinking ahead, you know your child, your child knows themselves, what's the best space and creating that designated place. And
0: I would say that applies for adults. If you're having to take work at home for you to do, or you're studying maybe for more schooling or something else, you need to have a place where you can just study. <laughs> right. That's your to quiet do your time, do your, your, right. your Bible study, whatever. It's amazing to me how we forget that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: Okay. So the next thing in, I feel like this is always important, but more so right now is communication. Mm. So that's taking time to communicate with your child, even just asking, having those conversations, how are you feeling about school starting tomorrow? Or how did the day go today?
0: Yeah, stop right now and print off the PDF on our website because it is so helpful for kids and adults, but for kids to process their emotions, that morning devotional time. Right. You can use it not just for the morning, but it helps. It helps you have a, a grid for... Help, Just helping you process your emotions.
1: Right, right, absolutely. So communicating with your child. Also, I feel like people are just going to have to realize it takes more time to communicate with the schools, with the government officials, all of that. And a lot of that is just you're just absorbing it. You're not necessarily having any feedback. Right. But staying in the loop with They might not
0: want your feedback. Yeah.
1: Staying in the loop with what the daily announcement is. Like, we live in a state where the governor makes a daily announcement about updates on things. So, just taking the time to check in on that. And communicating with the teacher. If you haven't been in good communication with teachers in the past, that may not have been an issue. But particularly now... It's just really important because they're going to be seeing things too and observing things about your child. So just ever so often touching base and being like, hey, how's little Johnny doing? Um, Or letting them know, hey, little Johnny's really freaked out about COVID right now. Just the heads up as he comes to school today.
0: Right. And you also want to stay in contact with your spouse because all these things are changing so much. It's not just like before it was like, oh, little Sally has a test on spelling test on Friday. We need to help her study. Right, it might be like, (laughs) whoa, uh, there's 12 people with COVID now and little Sally's, you know, whatever. We need to act on this or we got to do this. You know, I don't know, whatever it is. But you need to communicate even more with your spouse, I feel like.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. And the last one ties in with these others, especially communication. But I just feel like it's a really great tip, particularly for a child who's dealing with a lot of anxiety is to challenge everyone in the family to find one good thing in that day. And you can make it a game.
0: Right.
1: Like, if if you know they're scared about the first day of school or whatever, tell them, you know, tonight I'm going to have a little prize for you when you come home and tell me the best thing that happened today or right. whatever. Yeah. But when you set your brain and your intention on finding something good, yes, there's always something to be found. Exactly. And so we've made it a habit. You know, at night when we're at the dinner table, one of the questions, when I mean, we kind of rotate questions, it's not always the same. But one of the ones that we say a lot is either tell us the best thing about your day or something that you're
0: thankful for. Exactly. So
1: that it forces the child to find something positive, even if they've had a really rough day.
0: Right. Uh, Yeah, exactly.
1: So hopefully those six tips will help you guys as you're going into this new school year with the usual challenges plus extra challenges this year. Um, And just, you know, to your child reflects you. Mm-hmm. so yeah. if you are positive in your framing about the school year right your child is just going to pick up on that and they're going to be more optimistic mm-hmm. but if you are continually focusing on fear-driven things your child's going to pick up on that too right, right, right. you know so remembering that you're modeling and that's more important a lot of times than even what you say
0: right and and our our own kids have talked ask us so many questions now about covid what about this or that you know so just be aware everybody's processing and that kind of comes up sometimes at weird times right but this school year is just going to be a little different that's just the way it is right
1: all right so next year you can be like oh it'll be easy <laughs> remember back cake. in 2020
0: yeah really <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for taking time to listen and hang out with us. We do hope that your school year begins in a really positive way. But most of all, we want you to remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. You can get that free tool, the morning planner um, that Justin mentioned in the podcast, if you go and connect with us on our website, lsfpodcast.com. You are not alone. We would love to make that connection with you. You can also connect with us on Facebook if you search for Less Stressed Family or on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Blessings.
0: Thank you.